bi-weekly podcast where Colgate University community members answer 13 questions about their work. I'm your host, Daniel DeVries, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Esther Siagien Rossbrook, the director of Colgate's Africana, Latin, Asian, and Native American Cultural Center, or commonly referred to on campus, Alana. Rossbrook has spent a decade supervising multinational organizations and eight in student affairs positions. She arrived at Colgate in 2012 and held administrative posts in both Alana and the Department of Romance Languages and Literatures before becoming Assistant Director of Residential Life and Housing in 2016. Rossbrook assumed her role as Alana Director on June 1, 2020. As Alana's Assistant Director, Rossbrook has already partnered with faculty, staff, and students to help reshape the university's approach to social justice peer education and the ways in which it trains intergroup dialogue interns and student ambassadors. Since 2019, Rossbrook has focused on enhancing students' leadership development as well as Colgate's diversity, equity, and inclusion goals through assessment-driven work with community leaders, peer educators' workshops, and intergroup dialogue. Rossbrook earned a business degree from the University of Indonesia and graduated from the State University College at Buffalo with a Master of Science in Education, and she earned her Ph.D. in Organizational Leadership from Northeastern University. Prior to coming to Colgate, Rossbrook spent about 20 years working for international and multinational corporations in the areas of international relations, finance, employee development, and marketing communication. Esther, welcome to 13. Thank you so much for having me. So let's start at the top here. What is the Alana Cultural Center at Colgate? That is a very good question. Um, Many people understand that Alana Cultural Center is actually a space, a building, a venue where students, faculty, and staff can build connection, collaborate, uh, share their worldviews, injustice, and collaborate in initiatives related to social justice and unity. Uh, But what people might uh, want to understand a little bit more is that we are also uh, bodies of initiatives, programs, coaching, mentorship, uh, student leadership, uh, guidance for not only students, students of colors, but also um, student leaders who may uh, find it difficult to find these particular venues elsewhere. So uh, from the perspective of intersectionalities, of identities that our community has, you know, understand that we are more diverse now, and therefore we need to have that tool, toolkits, uh, and energy and uh, encouragement to be able to support the DI, particularly third century plans that Colgate is having. We are here to support everyone, despite of their identity backgrounds uh, and also their trajectory uh, while uh, being on campus. When and why was Alana formed? As a building, Alana Culture Center was built in 1989 as a result of 100 hours sit-in by the Black uh, Student Collegial. And uh, one of the demands was to have a center a space for students from minorities and underrepresented uh, backgrounds to be able to get together to share their perspectives, to find their sense of belonging and communities, and finally contribute something uh, strong and powerful and beneficial for the community. We come a long way, 
And we believe that that spirit still strong and we are trying to continue with the programs that we're having, our teams, annual teams, and also the goals that we're having to actually push Colgate's goals uh, in diversity, equity, inclusion moving forward. So one of Alana's goals is, quote, bringing together multiple identities and creating a sense of belonging and support. The Alana Cultural Center strengthens bonds and builds bridges between individuals. The center is a community within a community where students can explore and express their authentic selves. So how does the center achieve this? One of the theoretical framework that guides our work uh, in Alana Culture Center is social identity theory. And um, social identity theory believes that everyone favors uh, one's in-groups um, uh, belonging, right? So uh, they they tend to categorize uh, themselves uh, into a particular identification and thus uh, they compare themselves with other identities. And, um, you know, understanding the social identity theory um, allow us to actually understand more the intersectionalities of identities existing on campus, such as gender, race, ethnicity, social class, religion, sexual orientation, ability, and and also gender. Uh, understanding also that many of our students don't only hold one particular identity, their identities actually overlap with one another. And within the systems of power that uh, um, may oppress and advantage people in in their community, in this case, uh, Colgate community. So um, we try to actually think carefully about these existing uh, identities and um, work very hard to find ways, strategies for these identities to actually connect uh, to each other. We have programs uh, that include brown bag, uh, workshops, uh, summits, uh, conferences, and we also have dialogue, and this is something that is very important and dear to our heart, uh, conducted by social justice peer educators and the intergroup dialogue interns. And so um, when faculty focuses on the uh, pedagogy um, of teaching, which is um, theory and practice in education, uh, and how uh, this pedagogy is being delivered in the classroom, uh, influence the growth of our students. In Alana Culture Center, we believe that our pedagogy is uh, uh, one that allows people to model, uh, coach, and mentor each other so they can produce a, a something that meaningful for themselves and their community and as well uh, beyond uh, Colgate and their experiences at Colgate. Hmm. Now, one of the trainings under the Alana umbrella is intergroup dialogue. And I hear that referenced a lot. You hear about it in a lot of conversations about college campuses and, um, you know, uh, learning more about race. And um, I, I think there's a lot of folks who may hear the term intergroup dialogue, but they don't know what it's all about. So I was wondering if you could explain what exactly intergroup dialogue is and what do folks who are participating in that training, what do they do? We are very blessed to be able to recruit amazing intergroup dialogue interns. These interns are well-trained by faculty and also uh, well-trained staff on campus. And what they do is to share um, 
method approaches uh, in breaking barriers, in bridging differences, uh, utilizing the power of empathy. I can go on and on about the stages of intergroup dialogue. There are four of them. But basically, um, intergroup dialogue focuses on um, identify the points of similarities and getting people ready to be involved and engage in difficult conversation. Um, and there is a utility in dialogue because people will get to know each other and where the context coming from uh, of their perspectives. And uh, the other thing is by having a dialogue, uh, there is this systems of learning and modeling and teaching that is, that is indirectly uh, a response uh, as uh, cultural differences. So intergroup dialogue is a powerful tool, uh, in my opinion, because you don't have to agree about certain opinions, but at least you understand where that opinion is coming from. So is... Alana restricted only to students of color and students from underrepresented backgrounds, or is it a resource for the entire Colgate community? That is a very good question. Alana Cultural Center is there for everyone, every community member in Colgate University. And so, um, however, we do have our signature programs and initiatives and goals related to the identities that we represent, right? The Africana, Latin. Asian Native American identities. And so um, it is easy to misunderstand uh, the existence of Alana Cultural Center. But in reality, we're here for each other. We're here for all community members. All of the programs and initiatives that we have is also trying to expose these cultural beauties uh, existing in this world, right? Through differences, through similarities, uh, and through the exposure of uh, diversity uh, on campus. So Colgate itself is predominantly white institution. If we limit ourselves into just minority or students of color or uh, community members of color, then we are not doing the service that we are supposed to do. So just to clarify and answer your question, we are here for everyone and for every identity represented on campus. What are some of the traditions or special events that are hosted by Alana each year? We have about 10 signature events uh, promoted, hosted, organized by Alana, and we're very proud of them. The first one is in the beginning of the semester. That is in uh, September, right after students arrive. Everybody just come back from their summer vacation. We have Alana Palooza. It's basically an, like an open house where students um get to know each other, build connection with the faculty and staff and administrators. Uh, students also perform, highlight their talents, and we also have barbecue. So food, entertainment, and socials, there's always the nice recipe for, for, uh, um, for connection. Uh, and then we go straight hitting the ground running with the celebration of Hispanic and Latinx History Month. We usually have about five uh, to 10 events. We collaborated very closely with, um, with Romance Languages, with uh, Hispanic Honor Society, and Latin American Student Organization. We're very lucky that the BAC uh, has been able to sponsor some of our uh, events uh, during this 
uh, celebration of the month during the Latinx and Hispanic Heritage Month celebration. And BAC, is, that's the Budget Allocation Committee. Correct, correct. They're very generous, uh, they're, and they're very supportive of us. The next Heritage Month celebration will be the Native American Heritage Month celebration. That will be the whole month of November. And uh, this year, we actually went to the Oneida Nation Cultural Center. We had discussions and dialogue. Uh, some faculty actually hosted uh, a brown bag, and it was a big success. In January, right after students and faculty come back, we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, week, MLK week. And usually we have about 10 to 20 programs with one keynote speaker. We also have um, different campus partners hosting different brown bags. We have the day of service initiated and hosted by The Cove. This year we are very happy. We are going to host our first social justice summit. We invited the student leaders from the New York six schools and at the end of the summit, we are going to host Unity Dance Party, where all students, faculty, and staff are welcome to join us. Uh, it will be at the Hall of President on Saturday, January 29th. In February, we celebrate Black History Month and Africana Week. And usually, uh, African Student Union hosts the African Fashion Show. And that is always a big hit as well. And we're very happy that we're going to do this. After the last two years, we didn't get to do this because of the COVID. And then in March, we have Women's Week. In April, we have Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Man Celebration. And in May, we have the Multicultural Graduation where we, uh, where we invite all of our multicultural students to celebrate their successes, uh, being a student here at Colgate. And we're hoping that they uh, we'll have family members coming this year because we didn't get to do that uh, last year. And uh, it will be a big celebration. All right. Well, you know, that goes a good segue into my next question, which is that most colleges um, have some form of Martin Luther King Jr. Um, celebration, um, particularly around the holiday, right? But Colgate takes a little different approach. So can you talk a little bit about how the university honors the legacy of Dr. King each year? Celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. is a big thing for us. We believe in his legacy and how we can actually can reflect on our own actions based on the history presented to us through him. And therefore, at Alana Culture Center, we believe that we have the responsibility to celebrate his legacy not only for one day, but throughout the week. And hopefully, the programs that we host for a whole week can actually stay and give us the energy to continue his work throughout the year. For example, we uh, started with the opening ceremony. We have student speaker, we have performances. We basically celebrate differences and also the energy that's coming from the history. And then after that, on Tuesday, we have brown bags, you know, campus partners host different programs. And we very appreciate the diversity of thoughts and perspectives shared during those programs. On Wednesday, we have faculty and student panels, and they work together as one unit that try to put an effort uh, and energy to change the life path of our community through interaction and dialogue. And of course, on Thursday is always our big day where we uh, have our keynote speaker. And on Friday, we have the day of service. Cove has been very helpful in organizing buses and venues for students 
to go and um, contribute their uh, their their energy uh, for a few hours. And as I mentioned, this year on Saturday, we're going to have Social Justice Summit for the whole day. We are going to have a social and networking event uh, at the end of the day, and it will be closed by the Unity Dance Party. And on Sunday, as the closing of the MLK Week celebration, the chaplaincy will organize a service with a very well-known inspirational uh, uh, guest as well as and you mentioned social justice there. That's another term, I think, that gets thrown around a lot that people often confuse or uh, have uh, varying degrees of understanding. So talk a little bit about the idea of social justice and how Alana, I guess, supports teaching about it and, um, I guess, what you hope students take away from from those discussions. Yeah. Justice may look different for different people, um, particularly when a space or an environment is diverse because everybody comes into a space has their own experiences and worldview about what justice is. So when thinking about social justice education, Alana Culture Center always believes that there should be a bridge of what social justice means, right? Justice in the context of society. And therefore, we are open to different perspectives. And so we do have social justice educators, um, and they're very well-trained student staff who go to different spaces on campus. They go to Greek life organizations. They go to different clubs on campus. They work very closely with the SGA to make sure that their approaches as part of the community member is always fair, equal, just and inclusive. In everything that we do, we also make sure that we understand and reflect on our biases to make sure that what we deliver to our community is is not harming other people. Um, at the end of the day, we are trying to breaking the barriers existing on campus for students to build that connections and develop um, and at the end of the day as well, we're here as a community, as one entity. And so, um, you know, and so that education is very important. There are a number of different student groups that call Alana home. I was wondering if you could talk about some of the different groups that benefit from direct assistance from Alana. Yeah, more, uh, Alana Culture Center advises 21 student groups. They are multicultural and international as well as social justice focused uh, student organizations. And so um, what they do is they host, they organize, they plan programs that align with their mission and vision and bylaws. And Alana Culture Center helps them with making sure that those goals, those missions and visions are held, um, are held holistically. Um, we advise, we train them, we meet with them monthly, we guide them, we coach them in making sure that the programs that they're planning benefit not only themselves, their community, their identity, but also the campus. This is something that is very important for us as well to make sure that they collaborate and they're not uh, working in silo. They work with people who don't necessarily look like them, um, people who, or student organizations who don't necessarily have similar goals, mission, and vision. I believe that collaboration will actually allow them to be 
well-rounded people, open-minded individuals, and therefore, um, they're ready for the real-life world. You know, your background uh, includes a lot of real-life world prior to coming to Colgate. You have kind of an unusual journey. I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about uh, your background, how you came to Colgate, and I guess how that work um, beforehand has influenced what you do here, all in the training with the students and coaching. And, you know, I'm, I'm very curious as to how those that has influenced what you do now. Thank you so much for asking that question. I think there are some benefits um, there are some, I think there are some key elements that are transferable from my previous world uh, or working in the corporate world. Um, one is the idea of coalition of support, uh, the idea of having one clear goal, and we all have the responsibility to go based on that goal. Clarity is one thing that I continue um, that I continue mention and highlight in my advising to our students. The other thing is cultural responsiveness. We are part of culture, and we have the responsibility to contribute back to that culture. And corporate world has its own culture, and some people may think that it's not always good, uh, but I. I but I can assure you some of them are actually really good. Teamwork is one of the culture. Um, we believe that there's no one thing can be accomplished working alone. Therefore, it is important for me to bring that beliefs and that cultural responsiveness back to the community that I work with uh, at the Lana Culture Center, uh, to our students and in students advising, that Working together, working with more people will bring more benefit, will bring more, will bring more results. Um, the other thing is that focusing on eliminating barriers. In corporate world, one thing that I learned a lot was to bring that skill and initiation and uh, energy to eliminate barriers because of that one goal that we identified in the beginning and the clarity of what that goal was. So I think it is important for me as an administrator and also student advisor to be able to identify those barriers and finally eliminate what I can eliminate. And if I cannot eliminate those barriers, I will have to reach out and seek support and discuss and have work with other people to eliminate those barriers or at least putting an effort to eliminate some of those barriers. So you talk about clarity, and that's probably a good moment to mention uh, the university's third century plan. So how does Alana fit into the third century plan? And how does that, um, I guess, influence um, the center's goals? Colgate as an institution has done an amazing job in making sure there is a clarity in the third century plan and what and how we can accomplish the goals of the third century plan. And since Alana Culture Center focuses on diversity, student development, diversity, equity, inclusion, social justice, and making sure that people feel belong in the institution, it's so clear the alignment between Alana Culture Center goals and work with the third century plan. We have been working very closely with the administrators, uh, 
we're so happy to have the new Chief Diversity Officer. Olana Culture Center has been part of many conversations on campus related to the third century plan and also diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives. Um, and therefore, it for me, it is so clear that we can be that extension of initiatives and programs and creating meaningful changes on campus related to the third century plan itself, particularly in student experiences. I think that particular uh, section resonates very clearly and strongly with what we're trying to do here in, here at Alana Culture Center. You've made it to question 13. Congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, you're not done yet. Oh, you no. Saw, you have the 13th question. I'm backing up. <laughs> so I understand. Actually, I found out as we sat down that you are a singer. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. Tell me about it. Can you sing something for oh us? Oh, my God. Oh, Just can. a line or two? Oh, anything? Oh, of course. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, let me remember that. Okay. All right. Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hands. In other words, darling, kiss me. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> that was also our first musical segment. Oh, my God. Yes. Are you going to include that? Absolutely. Oh, no. That's going in the podcast. <laughs> Yes. Are you kidding? Thank you so much for joining uh, the podcast today, Esther. And uh, it was a pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Tell your friends and family about the podcast. If you have any questions for Esther about the Alana Cultural Center, feel free to send them along to 13 at colgate.edu. That's 13, the number. And until next time, keep asking questions. 13 is a production of the Colgate University Office of University Communications. Executive Producer, Vice President for Communications, Laura Jack. Audio Engineering by Brian Ness. Logo Art by Catrail Pritz. Research Assistance provided by Colgate sophomore and media relations intern, Mariama Lemon. And I am your host and producer, Dan DeVries. Visit colgatemagazine.com and colgateresearchmagazine.com for more in-depth university news and research stories.